Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. For outstanding value in the luxury compact class, the new AMC Concorde DL. Introducing the AMC Concorde DL, a new luxury compact with no extra charge for its luxury. For no extra charge, you get a Landau roof with opera windows, color-keyed wheel covers and white walls, and velour individual reclining seats. The new AMC Concorde DL, the luxury Americans want, the size America needs. It was a comfortable car. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah, AMC, about that time, was seeking an investment, got it from Reno, and uh, one of the last cars they developed themselves before Renault shared some platforms with AMC, uh, the AMC Alliance and a few others, the Eagle Premier was something they got from Renault, kind of a final present. And fun fact, uh, before Renault sold their share in AMC to Chrysler in 1987, they built AMC a smack brand new assembly plant in Brampton, Canada. That's the one currently building Dodge Chargers, Chrysler 300s, and Dodge Challengers. Just like you ought to know. It's still going on. If there's been one lingering effect on the pandemic, on the general economy, it's been the major shift by thousands of office workers from downtown to suburban office spaces to home. The result has been a quiet implosion of the average downtown core economy. With all these empty and near-empty buildings downtown combined with an acute shortage of affordable housing stock, it's a match made in heaven, right? And this is Topic A. Wall Street Journal talks about the city of Minneapolis. And in Minneapolis, back in the 60s, they said the downtown streets were so crowded that developers conjured up a maze of elevated walkways between buildings providing winterproof avenues for office workers who filled the central city Monday through Friday. And it was so successful that I can count at least one other city that decided to do the same thing. Three and a half hours to the south. And that would be Des Moines, Iowa. Did the same thing. They both now have the same problem. I'll say it like this, and you'll understand in a minute. Mary Tyler Moore is lonely. And if you don't get the reference, it's the Mary Tyler Moore show. And the actress played a uh, employee of a television station based in Minneapolis. And it was so brought together that there is a statue in Nicolette Plaza right now of Mary Tyler Moore throwing a hat in the air, which is kind of the iconic thing of that show. Right now, there ain't too many people in Nicolette Plaza to even see it anymore. Stores, fast food spots, bakeries, barbershops used to line the covered temperature-controlled walkways, which linked new glass skyscrapers sprouting one after the other. Now, again, just like Des Moines, there's hardly anybody in there. So what's going on? What do we do? Depending on the city, and we've reported on this at some length, you're seeing anywhere from a 10 to as much as a 40% vacancy rate in downtown office buildings. How did we get here? Well, in the case of Minneapolis, back maybe 50, 60 years ago, downtown had a lot of housing in it. What happened? They leveled all that housing to build all these office skyscrapers. And for the next 40 to 50 years, people would commute in, work, have their lunch, do their cleaning, you know, buy all sorts of things, groceries on the way out, supported a basic infrastructure of a lot of small businesses 
that sprouted up around these office buildings to support the office workers. Unfortunately, these economies were strictly nine to five. By the time six o'clock rolled around, downtown was a was deserted in many of these communities. And that's the problem today. There's no infrastructure left, number one, if they're going to use or be able to convert office buildings. So let's talk about the actual conversion of an office building and why it's expensive and why it doesn't work most of the time. Let me ask you a question. Would you rent an apartment that had no windows in the bedroom, no windows anywhere? Place has no windows or maybe one window. Would you rent an apartment like that? The way that office buildings are laid out today, because of their very square shape, you're going to have either a middle that you can't use or and you can't make it work. And let's talk about this. All the structures, the utilities, the plumbing, the you know uh, communications that you'd have to bring to a floor for each and every apartment is different. And you're looking at millions, if not billions of dollars to convert an office building that can be converted. So what's the other choice? Well, you could demolish it. Yeah. But the problem is you're looking at 25, 30, you know, uh, story skyscraper. That's prohibitive to clear the ground for what? You'll never make your money back for what it would cost you to even knock the building down, let alone repurpose it. We talked here maybe about two to three years ago about maybe repurposing parking garages because we talked about, and this was even before the pandemic, at that time we were talking about if autonomous vehicles had fully came into their own, how many acres of parking across the country there would be freed up. And at that time, that number was 22,000 acres of freed up space downtown. And they were looking at maybe repurposing parking garages as apartments. But again, same problem. And maybe a little worse because at least in office buildings on each floor, you have some utilities. In a parking garage, you wouldn't have any. In California, they were looking at ways to perhaps maybe uh, build, when they were building new parking garages, make them multi-purpose so they could be converted. In other words, building a building that could change based on the needs going on. I don't know if that's still a plan these days with the pandemic changed everything. Here's another thing, and we covered this too. All these office buildings paid property taxes. If the buildings are half empty, the landlords can't pay the taxes. And worse yet, if they borrowed money to buy or build the building, they can't make those payments, meaning the bank's going to get them back. And, you know, the bank's going to end up being a absentee landlord which is never good. Cities across our country are facing this problem. Now, here's what they'll tell you. They'll tell you that older buildings that aren't as high, that are a little older, maybe 40, 50, 60 years old, may lend themselves easier to being converted because of the nature of how they're built. If they're lower rise or, you know, they may be started mixed use. The newer buildings, anything built from 1960s forward, are purpose-built for office buildings. And that is the problem. The construction just doesn't lend itself to convert, which is really a shame because, you know, we've talked this talked about the lack of affordable housing nationwide. And you would think an empty office building would be a perfect candidate to convert, but it's not. Even with money from the city or the state or the feds, It's still a dicey proposition to build or to retrofit an office building to be 
you know, residential. And okay, let's say you find some buildings that can be. Now, you don't have the infrastructure, grocery stores and cleaners and, and all the other things that somebody living in a neighborhood would want. Those are gone. If they survive the pandemic, it's by a hair. And, you know, they're not open after five anyway when people get off of work. So what are you going to do? That's the challenge we're in. And they estimate the, that industry veterans estimate that it's probably going to take decades to reformulate uh, our downtowns. This is the second revolution. Just like the office buildings was the main revolution in the 60s, we're confronting something equally as big, only nobody has the answer yet. And nobody's figured out how to make it economically feasible for all parties. And that is going to be the challenge going forward. You are listening to the Tech Mobility Show. Believe it or not, the Tech Mobility Show has a website. Yep. Combined with all the other ways you can interact with us, our website is a great place to start. Learn more about the host, find us in the news, and even check out where you can hear our programs across the country on the radio. I know, right? Our website is a great place to learn more about us and our programming. Go to techmobility.show for more information. Welcome to aonmeetings.com, your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to aonmeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's aonmeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial. 